Congratulations <laughs> on thank you. the launch of Facebook Daily. It looks really beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. How long have you been working on it? I've been here for six months, and I was brought on board specifically to work on this project. Where'd you come from before that? Before that, I was at the Poetry Foundation. I was the digital director there for about five and a half years, and my job was very similar in the sense that I was hiring journalists and writers to write about poetry for a general audience. And so I see this as a really good transition for me because I'm trying to take scholarship and create an audience for scholarship and make people aware of it who are not part of that community. Mm -hmm. One thing I wanted to know was, is it all public domain work, you know, the scholarship that is being linked when there are rights issues for the public? Like, how are you approaching that? So that's a great question. It's not all public domain. We have agreements with our, some of our publishers that allow us to make the work available to a wider audience. So in those cases, we're linking into the content for individuals regardless of their institutional affiliation. Can you tell me something about pieces that you have in the pipeline now that people should be looking out for? I have some really exciting pieces. There's a piece about marijuana and public health coming out by a writer named Ruth Graham. She wrote a piece that's up right now about hot dogs and the history of hot dogs and one about Scientology and what it's like for scholars to try to study Scientology. Ruth is a journalist and writes for the Boston Ideas section. She's an investigative journalist, so it's really interesting. The Scientology piece, she talked to a lot of scholars who studied Scientology. I um, know her on Twitter. Yeah, she's great. Public oh, Road. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Public Road. Yeah. <laughs> she's a great um, writer. Can we talk a little bit about the 24-hour news cycle and what that does to the public's perception of news and information? Because it seems to me that a lot of what this periodical is going to be able to do for people is to give them the opportunity but not the obligation to drill down to the finest parts of a story and how it was researched. I like the way that you phrase that. Like, this is slow news. And you think about scholarship and the slow, slow schedule of scholarship, at least it used to be um, the antithesis of that in many ways. You know, it would take years for people to publish a book and to do the research. And so we're we're finding a place in the middle here, really, where you have scholarship that's serious and takes a long time to develop, and you've got fast news coming at it, and where the twain meet is, is JSTOR Daily, really. Sometimes there's a story that takes 50 years to be told. It's like sort of the way we consume information is almost like a, like a tennis game consisting entirely of serves. You know, nobody ever returns the ball. <laughs> We just put up a blog post about the pyramids. You know, once again, scientists said, oh, well, we figured out how they built the, the Egyptians built the pyramids. They used this system. You know, they floated these rocks. So they got the sand very wet and they did this. But it turns out, the writer noted, that years ago, someone published a piece, a scholarly piece about this that said the exact same thing. So it's very interesting to figure out when the idea catches fire, when it becomes so popular that everybody knows about it. I'm working on a story about the use of antibiotics in livestock, for instance, has caused disease-resistant bacteria. And mm -hmm. there, people have called that into question and are looking back at the science to say, there's a writer I'm working with, she wrote a letter to the editor, actually, of the Times and said, wait a minute, I went back and was trying to find where this has actually been proven, and I'm not sure it's true. So it's that kind of closer look back at the research.
Yeah, to reevaluate what we think of as fact. As fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love right. that. So great. And to trace how a fact comes to be. It just seems to me as a journalist that that's exactly what's missing is the contextualization of what mm-hmm. we see sort of every day. You, if, if everything has to be today, 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 new, 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 you know, it's kind of like the difference between, well, like you say, like fast food and slow food almost, right? Like you can't mm-hmm. live on just one. You know, sometimes you do no. need to bolt something down. <laughs> you know? Right. And that's you know, I want, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, well, I want one of the taglines I wanted to use for the site was, well, it was going to be a shot of news with a scholarship back. <laughs> because you, you shoot your news and you have your scholarship is the slow thing you sip. <laughs> 